Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another uh, Bible reading of the day. This is Scott Lutz, and today we are going to continue with the book of Esther. Then we'll go to continue with the book of Luke. So let's go ahead and read Esther chapter 6, verses 1 through 14, and then we'll go to Luke chapter 9, 1 through 62. So let's go ahead and read the scripture. That night the king could not sleep, so that Mordecai, sorry, Mordecai honored. That night the king would not sleep, so he ordered the book of the Chronicles, the record of his reign, to be brought in and read to him. It was found recorded there that Mordecai had exposed Big Thana and Teresh, two of the king's officers who guarded the doorway, who had conspired to assassinate King Xerxes. What Honor and recognition has Mordecai received for this, the king asked. Nothing has been done for him, his attendants answered. The king said, Who is in the court? Now Haman had just entered the outer court of the palace to speak to the king about hanging Mordecai on the gallows he had erected for him. His attendants answered, Haman is standing in the court. Bring him in, the king ordered. When Haman entered, the king asked him, what should be done for the man the king delights to honor? Now Haman thought to himself, Who is there that the man that the king would rather honor than me? So he answered the king, For the man the king delights to honor, have them bring a royal robe the king has worn, and and a horse and the the king has ridden on ridden, one with a royal crest placed on his head. Then let the robe and horse be entrusted to one of the king's most noble princes. Let them robe the man the king delights to honor and lead him on the horse through the city streets, proclaiming before him, This is what is done for the man the king delights to honor. Go at once, the king commanded Haman. Get the robe and the horse and just and do just as you suggested for Mordecai the Jew, who sits at the king's gate. Do not neglect anything you have recommended. So Haman got the robe and the horse. He robed Mordecai and led him on horseback through the city streets, proclaiming before him, This is what is done for the man the king delights to honor. Afterward, Mordecai returned to the king's gate, but Haman rushed home with his head covered in grief and told Zeresh, his wife, and all his friends everything that had happened to him. His advisors and his wife Zeresh said to him, Since Mordecai, before whom your downfall has started, is a Jewish of Jewish origin, you cannot stand against him. You will surely come to ruin. While they were still talking with him, the king's eunuchs arrived and hurried Haman away to the banquet Esther had prepared. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. This is Scott Lutz, and today um, we are in Luke 9, 1 through 62, for your New Testament reading. Jesus sends out the twelve. Let's go ahead and begin and read the scripture. When Jesus had called the twelve together, he gave them power to, and authority to drive out all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them out to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. He told them, Take nothing for the journey, no staff, no bag, no bread, no money, no extra tunic, Whatever house you enter, stay there until you have leave that town. 
If you if people do not welcome you, shake the dust off your feet when you leave their town as a testimony against them. So they set out and went from village to village, preaching the gospel and healing people everywhere. Now Herod the Tetrarch heard about all that was going on, and he was perplexed, because some were saying that John had been raised from the dead, others from that Elijah had appeared, and still others that one of the prophets of long ago had come back to life. But Herod said, I beheaded John. Who then is this I hear such things about? And he tried to see him. Jesus feeds the five thousand. When the apostles returned, they reported to Jesus what they had done. Then he took them and with him, and they withdrew to themselves to a town called Bethsaida. But the crowds learned about it and followed him. He welcomed them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed them who needed healing. Late in the afternoon, the twelve came to him and said, Send the crowd away so they can be can go to the surrounding villages and countryside and find food and lodging, because we are in a remote place here. He replied, You give them something to eat. They answered, You have only fit five loaves of bread and two fish, unless we go and buy food for all this crowd. About five thousand men were there. But he said to his disciples, have them sit down in, in groups of about 50 each. The disciples did so, and everybody sat down. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke them. Then he gave them to the disciples to set before the people. They all ate and were satisfied, and the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. Peter's Confession of Christ once then, when Jesus was praying in private and his disciples were with him, he asked them, Who do the crowd say I am? They replied, Some say John the Baptist. Others say Elijah, and still others, that one of the prophets of long ago has come back to life. But what about you? he asked. Who do you say I am? Peter answered, The Christ of God. Jesus strictly warned them not to tell this to anyone, and he said, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, chief priests, and teachers of the law, and he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Then he said to them all, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up the cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life from, my, from me will save it. What good is it for a man to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit his, his very self? If anyone is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his glory and in the glory of the Father and the holy angels. I tell you the truth, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. The Transfiguration about eight days after Jesus had said this, he took Peter, John, and James with him and went up in, onto a mountain to pray. As he was praying, the appearance of, the, of his face changed, and its clothes became as bright as, as a flash of lightning. Two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared in glorious splendor. Talking with Jesus, they spoke about his de departure, which he had uh, was about to bring 
to fulfillment at Jerusalem. Peter and his companions were very sleepy, but when they became fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men standing with him. As the men were leaving, Jesus Peter said, Jesus, Peter said to him, Master, it is good for us to be here. <coughs> Let us put up there three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what he was saying. While he was speaking, a cloud appeared and enveloped them, and they were afraid as they entered the cloud. A voice came from the cloud saying, This is my son whom I have chosen. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, they found that Jesus was alone. The disciples kept this to themselves and told no one at that time what they had seen. The healing of a boy with an evil spirit. The next day when they came down from the mountain, a large crowd met him. A man in the crowd called out, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son, for he is my only child. As the spirit seizes him and suddenly screams, it throws him into convulsions so that he foams at the mouth. I scarcely ever leave leaves him, and it is destroying him. I begged your disciples to drive it out, but they could not. Oh, unbelieving and perverse generation, Jesus replied. How long shall I stay with you and put up with you? Bring your son here. Even while the boy was coming, the demon threw him to the ground in a convulsion. But Jesus rebuked the evil spirit, healed the boy, and gave him back to his father. They were all amazed at the greatness of God. While everyone was marveled, marveling at all that Jesus did, he said to his disciples, Listen carefully to what I am about to tell you. The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of men. But they did not understand what this meant. It was hidden from them, so that they did not grasp it, and they were afraid to ask him about it. Who will be the greatest? An argument started among the disciples to, as to which of them would be, would be the greatest. Jesus, knowing their thoughts, took a little child and had him stand beside him. Then he said to them, Whoever welcomes this little child in my name welcomes me, and what, whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. For he who is least among you all, he is the greatest. Master, said John, who saw man driving out demons in, in your name, and we tried to stop him because he is not one of us. Don't stop him, Jesus said, for whoever is not against you is for you. Samaritan Opposition as, as the time approached for him to be taken up to heaven, Jesus re- resolutely set out for Jerusalem, and he sent messengers on ahead who went into a Samaritan village to get things ready for him. But the people were to, did not welcome him because he was heading for Jerusalem. When the disciples James and John saw this, they asked, Lord, do you want us to call fire down from heaven to destroy them? But Jesus turned and rebuked them, and they went to another village. The Cost of Following Jesus As they were walking along the road, a man said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nets, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. He said to another man, 
Follow me. But the man replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Still another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me go and say goodbye to my family. Jesus replied, No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I just praise you. I thank you for everything you've done. I ask, Lord, that you watch over us. Keep us safe from the enemy, I pray. I ask this in your precious name. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day. Thank you.